Hey girls of Girls Club. Welcome to the latest episode of Girls Plus Club Potty with your host Rosie Breen. And there is no special guest today, it's just you and I. Because today is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day if you're celebrating. And it's a weird day. It's a weird day for different people for different reasons. But I also think it's not that deep. Because it is something that has been constructed by Hallmark that's been used to make money. And you could argue and say, we've kind of constructed Christmas for the same reason. And I think I would have to agree with you, but it is still an amazing opportunity to pause and remind yourself just how much the people around you mean to you, whether that's your girls, your guys, the them and the theys, or it's your family, and maybe, just maybe, you're here listening to this today because it's yourself. I like Valentine's Day. I don't feel very deeply about one way or the other. I just think it's a nice day of the year where people express their love. I'm glad I'm in a relationship that we try to express our love every single day of the year and it doesn't all fall onto Valentine's Day like it did in a previous relationship. But I also enjoy the fact that we do write each other little love notes and ask each other on a date on Valentine's Day just because. So I'm guessing that you're here today because you already know why it's so important to love yourself and to look after yourself and you already understand the weight that the relationship you have with yourself has as an impact on the rest of your life. So I'm not gonna sit here for the next 10 minutes and try to convince you and explain to you why it's really important that the relationship you have with yourself is looked after. But instead, I wanna remind you of a few different categories that I've kind of made up <laughs> that I'm using to help myself and guide myself in the right direction when it comes to loving myself. Now, my journey and my story with self-love, we've been over a couple of times before. So whether you're new here, hello, welcome to the club, or you've been here for a little while because the podcast has been going for a whole year now. So when it comes to the physical side of looking after yourself, there's only one thing I want to say and that's focus on looking after yourself and really understand what I'm saying here. You're looking after yourself. So yes, moving, whether that's walking, running, going to the gym or just like going around the shops, whatever that movement looks like for you, that's fantastic. But so is resting and resting in my mind is just as important as moving because you wanna look after yourself, right? You wanna take care of yourself. And if you're not getting enough sleep, that's gonna impact your whole day, your whole week. If you're not taking time to sit back and be by yourself, and I don't mean resting, just sleeping, but also just having a bit of quiet time in your mind and by yourself, then you're not giving your mind or your body the space to just breathe. And so this is your reminder to take those moments to rest. I saw this phrase once that said, when you're physically exhausted, that means you already mentally are, and it's your body's way of letting you know. And when you're mentally exhausted, that's when you start leaning on your body to push you. And so take regular breaks, take rests and enjoy life because we're all so busy working towards the next step of getting promotion in our job, of saving up for a house, of going traveling, whatever it is that you're trying to work on, that some Sometimes we forget to pause and rest and look after who we are. And we see this happen more often than not when someone achieves their goal, but they expect to feel a lot happier when they do. And it's because the struggle to get to their goal, they never paused and just rested and appreciated exactly what they were doing and how they were doing it. They were too busy pushing through to get to the end. Enjoy the process and enjoy the journey of just becoming now mentally. 
<laughs> I am not the kindest to myself right now and I'm a little bit of a hypocrite because I'm not resting. I'm not resting anywhere near as much as I need to and it's because I am so focused on the end girl goal. I am so focused on pushing forward and just getting everything done but I've decided to take a bit of a moment to rest and me being me of course it's going kind of like one extreme to the other and I've booked like my first annual leave and instead of just taking like a week off I'm going to take a month and I'm really hoping to use this month to take a step back and reevaluate everything I'm doing, where I'm putting my energy and where it's making me happy. I wanna focus on the things that genuinely bring me joy, not just the things that I'm working towards because I think when I reach that goal, I'm gonna be happier. And running is a really good example because really I'm not running because I know I'm gonna be happy when I hit my half marathon and when I do it. I'm running because every week and every day that I do run, it's like an outlet. It's a way to get out of my own head for half an hour, 20 minutes, whatever it is, and just be present in the moment. You can't scroll on your phone while you're running. You're not watching TV while you run. Instead, I'm just present with the here and now and with my mind, with my thoughts and by myself. And whilst that is a little bit of a scary place for me right now, running is the only thing that's grounding me. It's something that I'm doing that yes, I will achieve something bigger at the end, but I'm actually enjoying the journey to getting there, enjoying the journey becoming what I want to become. And mentally, I'm not doing great. I'm self-doubting a lot. I'm doubting everything I'm doing and I'm comparing myself a lot. It's really becoming apparent to me right now how much I'm suffering and struggling simply because I'm comparing myself to others. And when I was talking about my annual leave a minute ago, that was actually sparked by the constant, like the realization that I was constantly comparing myself to others and I need to have a social media break. And in order to actually have a proper social media break, I need to take time off work. So that's kind of how the annual leave came about. <laughs> I need to treat it as annual leave or else I wouldn't do it properly. It needs to be black and white. And so I'm excited, it'll be great and it'll be very needed. And it'll be mostly needed because it's during that time I can spend on myself working physically on the things that I wanna work on, like continuing with my running, going to the gym and building those sustainable healthy habits. But it's also that mental break, that break from seeing what everybody else is doing all the time and seeing how amazing everybody else is doing. I'm There's like a couple of people in particular that are in the industry and I am finding myself con constantly comparing myself to them, whether that's because of their podcast or just their success online. It looks incredible and it looks like something I could only dream of. They are doing something different and it's not a case where they are better and I am a failure, they are a success and I am worthless. It is a case where we are just on a different trajectory. Like we are on a totally different path and I'm sure there are areas in my life that you can't see on social media because it's so personal, psychological or mental where I'm developing for the better and perhaps they aren't. But nevertheless, their success or their failures is not a reflection of my own. And so I can feel myself in a spiral with this and getting caught up with comparing myself to them and being a bully, like just being mean to myself about it. So instead of just like ignoring that and pushing that aside, I've decided to do something about this cycle, put a, a knife through the middle, cut it in half. And instead of going round and round in circles of comparing myself, feeling shit, trying to make myself feel better, only to end up comparing myself and feeling shit again, I wanna take a break. I wanna 
completely cancel the amount of exposure I'm getting, like totally limit it and restrict it. So I'm not being exposed to that and take a step back to really reflect on who I am, who I want to be and how much I have progressed and grown and succeeded already. That's a really important thing for us to do on a more regular basis is to reflect, to pause, reflect and appreciate just how much has changed and how much you have changed as a person, whether that's since the start of this year, last month (laughs) or a year ago or five, 10, 15, 20 years ago, I guarantee that you are more than 1% more the person now than you dream to be than you were back then and that's a huge success that's a huge win and it's something that a lot of people can't say but the fact that you're here today listening to this is a very clear indicator of that because if you've done nothing else nothing else towards working on yourself but listen to this episode like you're physically doing it right now so well done (laughs) see how nice I'm it's so easy to be so nice to others and to really credit others it's so much harder to do it to yourself and I really hope that during this break that that's something I learned because I've clearly forgotten. So talk to yourself nicer, be kind to yourself. We've all heard this before, but do put that into practice from right now onwards. And one exercise I've had whilst running is I used to really like self-doubt and really just like bully myself while I ran to the stage where I'd say things like you're not going to finish this run you may as well give up now and that's so negative because of course you're not going to finish the run if that's what you're saying to yourself you're going to believe it so instead I'm I'm kind of still thinking the same things I'm trying not to but instead of saying it I'm actually actively saying the opposite so the other day I was running and this is like such as like a funny example but it worked I was running with Henry and I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. That's quite negative to say when you're running because you're letting yourself know that you're getting really, really tired and you're struggling. And everything that kind of like ripples off the back of that is you start moving a little bit slower and then you start walking and then you're like, oh, I can't do this. At least that's what happens for me. It's a pattern that always happens for me. And instead I looked at him when I said that and I was like, I'm so alive. And I kept running and I just felt in that moment like so cringe and I just thought oh my god what have I just said and have I actually just said that out loud but when you think about it and I thought about it during that run when you think about it I've not lied I am I'm so alive I'm an able-bodied woman running I'm so alive and I was so present with the moment and I was just so there and I was I got the run done. I really succeeded. I'm pretty sure I got a PB that day. And I was, and I am, I'm so alive. And so it was just an overall much more positive experience. So when it's coming to like this shit stuff I'm saying to myself, like right now, like she has built a way, way tighter community than you. Like she is so much more successful online than you. I'm trying to say the opposite and be like, not I'm so much more successful than her, but I am so successful in certain areas. Like I'm so successful and I'm really need to champion that for myself. And I really need to praise myself for that. So yeah, I guess this is more of a technique on if you do speak really badly about yourself and to yourself and you don't know how to stop this is something that you could do and you're gonna feel cringe and silly and whatever like I did but it's still gonna have a positive impact doing the opposite what shall we name it the power of opposite thinking no what shall we name it 
let's call it the game of miscommunication <laughs> because I'm saying the opposite to what I'm feeling and thinking and want to say in that moment. So I'm miscommunicating, but I'm using it as a power. <laughs> now, the third thing I want to talk about is the external. We've talked about boundaries. Go listen to the setting boundaries episodes. There's like two or three of them on the podcast already. Go listen to them and give them a really good think because when it comes to boundaries it's very simple and extremely complex at the same time do not do things you do not want to do never ever just don't do things that you don't want to do that's boundaries having boundaries is but doing the things that are right for you that you feel you should do and they could be for many many reasons but at the core of whatever you're doing make sure that it's something that you want to do now easier said than done because humans can be dicks people cross boundaries and they can take advantage of you especially if you're a nice person and I'm going to give you a couple of techniques which we haven't talked about before that I think may help with the setting boundaries if it's something that you're still struggling with someone invites you to go do something and you know fine well that you don't want to do it but you don't have an immediate response or an answer like a get out of jail free card that you know you can roll off the tongue and say that's fine instead just say oh I'll have to get back to you I'll have to let you know. Push it back, basically. (laughs) Just say you'll let them know. You do not have to give someone an answer there and then. Even if they're staring you in the face and saying, I need an answer right now, you have every right to be like, I'm sorry, I I can't let you know right now. I'll let you know in an hour. I'll let you know tomorrow. Like, you have every right to do that. So this is like a little stalling technique that I use. And it allows me to take some minutes and moments back to sit down and really think about what I want to do. And to be sure that whatever decision I'm making, I'm not making under external pressure. I'm making because I want to make it. And again, your reasons may vary. You may be making it because you want to do it for someone else. But after thinking about it, you'll understand that you wanting to do it for someone else actually completely tops exactly what you want to do for yourself and that's okay as long as you've given yourself that time to really think that through or else you're going to turn up to that thing and already be annoyed and frustrated that you're there you're not going to have a good time they're not going to have a good time and you may as well have just stayed at home Another technique, it's not quite stalling, but it is very much being that airy fairy friend that might sound a little bit flaky but is necessary. Just say I'm not sure. I can't give you an answer. I'm not sure. And some people may react and be like, oh, okay, yeah, no problem. And others may react and be like, well, I just need an answer. I'm not sure. I I don't know. And this is more of a technique to use when someone's pressing you for an answer on something that you genuinely don't know the answer to, but they're trying to force you to make a decision in that moment. Similar to the last one when you stall and you say, I'll get back to you. This is just another way of kind of letting them know you'll get back to them. But instead, you're not even guaranteeing you'll get back to them. You just say you're not sure. I find this helps in situations where I don't really know people or in situations when I'm with friends and family and I do feel pressured to know the answer when I don't. And and it really helped me to get confident, it had a knock-on effect. Helped me to get confident with admitting when I didn't know something. And it's a form of setting boundaries, but it's also interlinked, totally interlinked with just building your confidence. Now, the third thing under external and setting boundaries is just saying no. You've heard so many people say this. I see tweets quotes, TikToks, Instagrams, I hear it on the podcast all the time. No is a full sentence, but it can also be a really good line opener to say no because and explain in that moment why you're making that decision no I'm sorry Sarah I I don't want to come to your house tonight and it's not a case that I don't want to spend the time with you it's that I really need to spend time on my own right now because and that can be a full sentence communicate with boundaries people 
understand and respect boundaries a lot quicker when you take the time to communicate to them. Now you don't need to communicate to everyone because not everyone deserves that level of effort and that level of energy from you. But those closest around you communicate exactly why you're saying no. And you will often find that in the long term that has a really positive effect because people understand that, okay, Rosie's setting boundaries. She's working on herself. She will come and spend time with me when it's right for her, but she's not gonna put herself in a situation where she's uncomfortable or she doesn't feel good enough to be there. Instead, she's gonna show up when she feels she can show up. And later down the line, so I have these conversations a lot with my parents, as you know, and even with Henry, and later down the line, I'm showing up and I'm coming as myself and it's happening more often because I've had that time to be with myself and to look after myself. That social situation or scenario no longer drains me or scares me. And lastly, number four we're going to talk about acts acts of self-love of self-service and of self-care the acts are amazing because you can use this whether it's on a daily weekly or monthly basis to just look after yourself so for me an act of self-love is having my collagen in the morning and I love having it with my hot chocolate and it just makes me really happy because I'm having it in my favorite mug I'm making it in the velvetizer and it's not the healthiest but it is the most delicious morning habit that I currently have and it's just an act of self-love um another one is me taking the time out that I'm about to take out next month to be by myself and to just spend the time reflecting, being present and just being by myself without the pressures of the external world upon me. And solo dates, solo dating is amazing. Taking myself to the cinema is a favorite at the moment. I've not done it in about a month, so I'm gonna do it soon. But just like a random evening, whether it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it doesn't matter. Get the popcorn, chocolate, see the exact movie I wanna watch, have my nice drink, probably a tango blast, and just enjoy myself. Turn my phone off, be present, and just enjoy myself. And it's one of the loveliest solo dates I've done in a long time. So yes, anyways, girls, thank you so much for listening and watching this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it and I hope that you found it a little bit helpful. Whether you're new here or you've been here before, see you later. I hope that you guys have a fabulous Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whenever you're listening to this. And don't forget to speak to yourself kindly. It goes a long way. All right, girls, see you in the next one. Love ya! Next week, we're gonna be talking about cultural differences in relationships. I've got a few funny stories to share. So join Henry and I next Wednesday. Bye!